Buenos dias! Welcome to another daily devotion. I'm your host. This is bothering me a little bit. I'm sorry. There we go. Uh, I'm your host, Pastor Jesse. Thank you so much for joining today. Hopefully uh, you've been able to read the chapter. Today we are going to be in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 5, verse 10. And the reason that this is broken up this way is because it's an entire thought that kind of needs to go together. Uh, Hebrews has a lot of interesting kind of twists and turns. And in fact, um, one could argue that like you, know, you almost need to read the whole thing all at once in order to understand what the author is trying to say because he jumps around quite a bit. Um, but I want to specifically talk today uh, two high priests. Um, now this is going to sound a little crazy because probably there's a good chance most of you who are watching this aren't a high priest. Um, maybe at best somebody that is watching this might be a minister. Um, but I want to give you one word. Um, and we're going to define it together. But I want to give you one word. And I think that this is the number one thing that pastors, uh, all the pastors that I know, uh, anybody who I know that uh, speaks for a living, comedians, uh, anybody who is in any kind of leadership, anybody who uh, has breath in their lungs almost, um, deals with this one word, and that is humility. Uh, Oxford Dictionary defines it like this, a modest or low view of one's own importance. Um, you could also say meekness. Um, it, humility doesn't mean that you have a low self-esteem. It just means that you accurately look at the way or the position that you are. And if you see yourself as somebody who is, for one, like I guess this goes back to the gospel, right? So like, uh, if you who are a leader, somebody, people follow you, you're an influencer, uh, you are still a person who sins uh, or sinned uh, at least once, right? Uh, and you, that sin earned you death. Uh, and so that because of that, the wages of sin is death, right? Uh, but God loves us, uh, we accept his gift, that gives us eternal life. Listen, nobody escapes that. Only Jesus lived a perfect, sinless life. And so, because of that, uh, we're all on the same playing field. And today, uh, as we jump into this chapter, it's important for us to recognize that, like, some people think that because they're in the ministry, uh, and lots of people follow them, or even just some people follow them, the, sometimes they get a big head. <laughs> and they shouldn't. So we're going to jump in and we're going to see what a godly minister, a godly high priest should look like. Uh, and he says this, starting in verse 14. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. So we're going to pause there. Jesus here is described as a great high priest. He's the greatest high priest. He's the high priest of high priests. Uh, because of this, though, the author of Hebrews is telling us that we should hold on fast to our confession. In other words, do not let go 
of your confession. Your confession being faith in Jesus Christ. Salvation is through Jesus alone, not through works. Uh, it's not Jesus plus, it's just through Jesus. He says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin. Jesus was a man who was tempted and was without sin. Uh, this allows, according to the author of Hebrews, for our high priest, Jesus, to be able to sympathize with us. I think one of the things that you often hear, which I think is, is untrue, is that uh, you have to have been where somebody has been or be in a situation like them. Uh, I've often heard people who are um, trying to get on off drugs to say, well, because you've never done drugs, you can't know what it's like to be me. Uh, that doesn't mean I can't sympathize. It just means that I learned to say no. Uh, and in Jesus' case, he learned how to say no to all sin. Uh, that doesn't mean that he can't sympathize. Nor does it mean that he doesn't know how to get you out of the situation. So, uh, or get you free, maybe would be a better way to say it. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. Listen, uh, because we have Jesus, who is our high priest, we can come straight to the throne of grace with boldness so that we can receive mercy. Look, when, when you need mercy, you can go with boldness. And I think that this is interesting. So he says this in verse 5, For every high priest taken among men is appointed in matters pertaining to God, for the people to offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. So the role of a high priest, according to the author of Hebrews and the Old Testament, would be that the, the, the priest's job is to offer gifts. So like if you bring in a gift offering, it's his job to offer it. If you bring in a sin offering or even atonement, uh, it's the priest's job to offer it. You don't offer it on your own, it's the priest's job. Jesus is our high priest now, he offers himself uh, and so therefore, uh, everything is covered. And I think that that is amazing. Um, the sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and are going astray, since he ha is also clothed in weakness. So I think this is interesting. Only Jesus is sinless. So normal priests, uh, bef before Jesus, uh, and maybe even... I guess um, those who have been a part of the sacrificial system afterward. that um, these guys, their job, um, they're not ignorant um, to the weaknesses of people um, because he's also clothed in weakness. Uh, this is a person who is a, has a sinful nature. Uh, this is a person who needs to be saved. Uh, who needs to be born again. And it says this in verse 3, because of this he must make an offering for his own sins as well as for the people. Uh, no one takes this honor on himself. Instead, a person is called by God just as Aaron was. Uh, I, I have, for one, I have a really hard time with people who want to be um, 
in the ministry just because they think that it'll bring fame and fortune and power and authority. Uh, there has to be a calling. Uh, one of the ways that you know that you're called is because other people will see it in you. Um, this, this particular um, section is, is interesting because somebody who's, who's prideful, somebody who's seeking glory and fame for themselves, um, is never going to be humble. They're not going to wait for God to call them because God isn't going to call them. Uh, <laughs> uh, not, not, I guess that's not true. He could call them. Um, but it requires them to be humble first. Um, but this is interesting to me because so many times pastors, priests have this attitude that they're somehow, uh, sort of like when you hear about police officers being above the law, uh, or that they are the law, like, it, it's, pastors get these attitudes, like, somehow, they're more righteous, and so I, I just want this to be clean, I want this to be clear, so that um, we recognize, look, pastors are people, uh, pastors are in a desperate need for Jesus to save them, as well as everyone else, and we're thankful to God, for sending his son to die uh, on the cross for us. And he says this, uh, in the same way Christ did not exalt himself to become a high priest, but God who said to him, you are my son, today I have become your father. Also he says in another place, you are a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. This is interesting because even me, like the position that I am in, even though I had a personal calling, a private calling when I was a child, uh, I came home and I told my mom, um, that I would call to preach the gospel. Uh, I have that, but then I also have other people in my life who've said that they see God has put a hand on me to preach and that they wanted to uh, send me, release me to plant this church. And so um, God used these men, just like in the New Testament, you see that like when Paul uh, is sent out, um, the elders of the church put their hands on him and send him out. It's the same situation here. Jesus um, didn't even exalt himself. Jesus wasn't looking for a position. He wasn't looking for fame. He wasn't looking for glory. Uh, in fact, it says this during his earthly life. In verse 7, he offered prayers and appeals with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. Uh, it, it's hard for some people to, to recognize that Jesus uh, prayed. Uh, like so many people just act like Jesus like didn't didn't have to do the same things that we did, or not not that he had to, uh, but that he didn't do uh, the same things that we're supposed to be doing. Uh, appeal with loud cries and tears to the one who's able to save. Like th this author here is telling us that Jesus uh, is travailing, so to speak, in prayer. Uh, this is something that each one of us. Uh, has a calling to do, that we should take our prayers, our requests, uh, and take our appeals to God the Father. We can come to, to, to the Father in our boldness um, because of what Jesus has done for us. He says this, although he was the son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. After he was perfected, he became the source of eternal life or salvation for all who obey him. And he was declared by God a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. The order of Melchizedek just meaning uh, 
Melchizedek was not somebody who descended from uh, Aaron, um, but he was somebody who um, he doesn't have any lineage according to the Bible, uh, and so therefore Jesus is like that. Uh, he, he he's just this uh, sort of rogue, uh, this this person who's serving the Lord, uh, and it's not he's not there just because he inherited it from his mom and dad, uh, but but he's there because God chose him to be like Melchizedek, and so. Um, Melchizedek was uh, a, the priest that Abraham uh, gave his tenth to. Um, so that concludes today's section. My hope today is that this encourages you, that you, if you're watching this and you're a pastor, you probably could have done a way better job than I could, for, for sure. Uh, but that each and every one of us keeps in mind uh, that humility is, is huge. Um, that even if you're a priest, you're still, you're not any better than anybody else. Uh, Jesus didn't even escape this. <laughs> uh, Jesus, who lived a, a perfect life, still offers himself as the sacrifice. Um, and so today, as we conclude this, we recognize this, that uh, uh, Jesus provides salvation to each and every one of us. And that when we come to the throne of grace, we can receive mercy. And I encourage you today, spend time in prayer, going to that throne of grace for mercy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, again, I'm Pastor Jesse. Hopefully we'll see you again soon, like tomorrow. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the channel, click the little bell, and you'll be notified whenever our videos are available. Also, if you are blessed by this channel, you can make a text deductible gift if you would like through the link in the description below. Thank you so much for joining us today. Peace out, Girl Scouts.